What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a guest on with us today. We are going to be digging into all things copywriting. So this is another one that you entrepreneurs are going to want to perk up your ears, get out your notebooks, because it's going to be a good one. Lucy is the copywriter behind the brand, My Right Hand Woman. She specializes in writing personality-packed copy that converts for women-run businesses. She started her business straight out of college at the age of 21 and made six figures in her first full year in business. She's the writer behind global companies, fast growth startups, world-famous bakeries, seven-figure coaches, and many creative entrepreneurs. She uses the client's brand, voice, and zesty humor to help companies stand out online, create a fun brand presence, and scale so much faster. Y'all, this is the goods right here. How to truly express yourself online, help people know you before they even know you. We're going to be digging into all the stuff that matters when it comes to writing online. So one, like I said, get out your notebooks. This is one you're going to want to listen to probably more than once and make sure that you send this to all of your business owner friends who are creating copy captions, blogs, websites, anything in the online space, they will benefit from learning more about this. All right, let's turn it over to the show. All right, Lucy, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you and to dig into this topic. And this is one that I've never really dug into with a guest. So I'm here for it. So welcome, girlfriend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we dig in, we're going to, I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be digging into copywriting and, and leaning into your voice and finding your brand and all, all of that stuff. How did you get started in this space? And especially so young, like, how did you really know that this is what you wanted to do? Absolutely. So I, I think the real answer is I didn't know that this <laughs> is what I wanted to do. I, all I knew is I was in college and I always kind of was that person that didn't want a quote unquote real job. I didn't want to be in a cubicle. I didn't want to have two weeks of paid time off being told when I can go to the bathroom. I know it's not that bad, but (laughs) I really wanted to have freedom in my work life, but I wasn't quite sure how to make it happen. So I kind of just kept pushing off getting a real job and interviewing for jobs. And all my friends were getting these fancy consulting jobs. And I was telling myself, okay, well, I'm going to have so much time time. Um, And then the pandemic hit. And Mm. then getting interviews and interviewing for jobs became pretty much impossible. So 
I told myself, okay, this is, this is my shot. Like, let me see if I can start a business. I decided to just give myself like six months. I was living at home with my parents. I had absolutely nowhere to go. This is the time to hustle, put in those 80 hour weeks and figure out what it is that I want to do. So I had a degree in marketing and I also have been writing my entire life. I started writing for a food publication and I loved it. I did weird diets and I wrote about them and they were like diets that almost killed me, but I tried to make them funny. Um, So that's how I got like some viewership, started to realize that I love like this casual, like irreverent tone and decided to bring it to marketing. And I knew I also wanted to help women grow their businesses. So my right-hand woman was born. I did it very grassroots. I put all of the writing I've ever done onto a Google Doc and named it Portfolio, started handing it out to people who needed a copywriter in random business Facebook groups. And then from there, got a little bit more legit, got my first few clients. And I hopped on Instagram Reels as soon as they became popular and grew my personal brand through that. And now my business is what it is today. And I couldn't be happier just serving women and helping them scale to those massive milestones with writing that makes an impact. So amazing. So I love that. I love that you've kind of just figured it all out as you went and you leaned into your strengths, which was just being who you are authentically. And you're like, Hey, there's a space for this. Like there is a space for this. People are responding. Let's do more of it. So, so essentially like, so what you do now, you are a copywriter for other businesses and other brands and you're helping them with their copy. And you're like, so what does that look like? So it really depends on the client, but most people come to me for if they need help with their brand voice, really solidifying who they are, what they want to sound like. They'll come to me for messaging strategy. So that's usually a bigger company or a startup will be like, hey, you know, we we need you to help us communicate it all. How do, how do we talk about our mission, our vision, our purpose? And then people will come to me for kind of a la carte things. So whether they need a new website or they're launching something and they need a sales page or an email sequence, we can actually also write the physical copy beyond the strategy portion as well. I love it. I love it. So when it comes to copywriting, what do you feel like What do you feel like is the biggest gap between what you see people doing and what you know actually works? And you're like, like, I'm sure from your (laughs) lens, I'm sure reading things online is a bit difficult because you're, you're the expert and you understand how all of this works and you understand what works and what doesn't. And then you see so many people doing it probably not in the best way. So let's talk about that gap for a little bit and try and help because I would imagine that most of us and most of our listeners are probably there. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think there's a few gaps I see, but I think the number one gap I see is people who treat copy like a laundry list of what you're going to get in an offer. So things that we owner, like our time, the fact that we prepared this workbook on Canva, it took us a really long time to do. So we're just like, you get six hours of coaching and a workbook and a throwing confetti into the pool, hoping that like something sticks. Um, And then from there, you know, you have to um, like sell the fact that this matters, but yeah. I always will tell people, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, we'll tell people eventually, cause they need to know what they're actually getting, but what's in it for them. What's the transformation. What's the thing on the other side. That's going to make them be like, 
I need to hire this person immediately. So usually those things are things like wealth, health, you know, those are like kind of the cliche ones, but getting a little bit more specific, it might be like clarity on what they want to do with the second half of their life or what they can do to fix, you know, that sports injury they had. And now they're still struggling with their knee. So actually speak to the problem that someone has opposed to the laundry list of what your solution includes. Right. So, and you spoke to the transformation. Like, I think lots of times we, we talk about the, what they're going to get and not the, like truly what they care about most. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's not the 10 pounds. It's the, it's the feeling afterwards. It's the experience. It's the, all of those things that they, they think about, but we never are saying. And so it never connects. Like we're always, there's always like a miss we're talking as people and they're not hearing it because that's not what they're actually saying. So what would you say as far as tips when it comes to like language and messaging and really getting deeper so that you can speak to the person who will resonate with your message and really the person that you want to connect with, how do you go there? Like, how do you practice speaking to the problems that they're actually dealing with instead of like, just the, this is the solution you're going to get. This is what I know you need. This is what blah, 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 because we believe in it so fully. And yet they're not even hearing it because they don't know that this is what they need yet. That's a, such a good point. And I always say when you're trying to figure out that like deep, profound, like what are you actually struggling with? You have to get out there and talk to people, specifically the people who you want to serve. Yeah. So that's why user research is a must do before anything launches, before anything's even created. Um, and also just making sure that I think it's easy to overthink about the problem, um, but it's important to realize, you know, a problem you think someone might have might not actually be the problem they're having. I see this a lot in like business copy specifically, like, do you hate your business? Do you have no life outside your business? It's like, well, no, I mean, I actually, <laughs> I, I don't either of those things. Um, and that's not a great way to sell me like a business right. coaching or a business course because that's too much of a problem. I'm not struggling that much. So you want to also know to what degree is your ideal client having a problem? Maybe they do wish they had more free time outside of work, but they're working a 40 hour week. They're not working an 80 hour week. So we want to make sure that we're talking to the actual problems they have and not the perceived problems we think they have as the person who's trying to market them the solution. I love that. Cause I'll see the same thing. I'll see things that come up and I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no and and appar apparently I'm not their target audience, which is fine. Maybe there is someone that like, <laughs> isn't that extreme, which whatever, but that's so funny because it really, you like with your copy, you have the ability to repel, strongly repel the wrong people and strongly attract the right people, which I think is such a beautiful thing, but something that so many people resist because that, that gets a little bit scary. Like, if I'm willing to repel all these people, that means I'm like, like honing in on the amount of people I can help. But those people that you can help are going to hear you in such a different way. And that's where like the magic is. Totally. I always say, you know, as much as you want to attract your ideal client, you also want to scare people who aren't <laughs> right for your offer. Yeah. Like they should read your sales page or your web copy and be like, wow, this is not my space. <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's either your web copy is going to filter them out or you're going to go through this whole long sales process only to figure out that they're not the right fit. So yeah. it's best to do it early and be really upfront by being hyper specific in your copy. 
I love that so much. So what would you say, like, as far as advice with, let's speak specifically to the person who's really, really leaning into building their business on social media. So a lot of their daily actions include creating content, getting posts out there. They're creating the captions. They're creating the reels. They're having conversations. They're in their DMS. Where would you advise them to like hone in on their messaging when it comes to that stuff? Because I feel like the sales page and the websites that is so important and so crucial. And, and it's kind of like a one and done, like you create it and then it's there forever. Whereas on a daily basis, entrepreneurs are talking to people every day, creating content every day. And so it's not just like, okay, I I crushed it today and now I got to do it again tomorrow. So what would your tips be as far as really leaning into your brand voice and getting clarity around your message when it comes to your daily content and your daily conversations? Yeah, I think you you brought up the magic word with brand voice. That has to be just central to every single thing that you post, whether it's an email or a sales page or a caption or the text on your reel, everything has to sound the same. If you're going to go for that really punchy, concise, funny stuff on your sales page, and then you head over to social media and it's like a librarian wrote it, just making like <laughs> classic literature references, there's a disconnect. Right. So before you even go into the content creation process, I would tell everybody listening to this episode to create your brand voice, do that hard work of quantifying what does your brand feel like? What does your brand sound like? What words do you use? What words do you not use? Because as you grow your business, you can even hand that document to your social media manager or your virtual assistant because now it's quantified and it's not just like you pumping out captions until the end of time. Um, And then you can also use that guide to write your caption, to write your carousel posts, your real scripts. I love it. I love the idea of like just the cohesiveness, like everything really should, they should be able to not just identify who you are by a font or a color or whatever. I think lots of people, when they hear brand, they're thinking that the logo, the color scheme, the whatever, but it really is your voice. It's how you talk. It's, it's, it's how you say things. It's the, the little phrases that are like tagline to who you are. Like they see it and they're like, oh yeah, that's Lucy. Like they, they know. And that's the power of your voice in the online space is you really can set yourself apart, but only when you're so true to who you are. And I think that's a scary, like for people to allow themselves to just fully be a hundred percent who they are and say what they want to say, how they want to say it. Like that's, that's a lot for people. (laughs) It's scary. I mean, I think that's why people work with copywriters because I can just barge in and be like, Oh my gosh, that joke you said was so funny. We're making it a headline. And you can be (laughs) like, really? I like said that over tequila with my friends, you know? So it's like having that outside perspective that pushes you and supports you to go bigger, go more unfiltered because that's the magic that cuts through the noise in the online space. We are taking a TV time out to give you a free goodie today. If you are in network marketing, if you're building a team, if you are mentoring people and need to onboard them to be successful, I am giving you my free team checklist. This is what I use personally to onboard my new coaches to help simplify the process. And it is duplicatable team 
wide. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with recruiting, if you don't feel confident bringing in your new team members and helping them be successful, this is any organization, any network, you can tweak this and customize it, but it's a really solid framework so that you can have confidence recruiting and building the empire that you want to build. Go to micafolsomfit.com slash team checklist to grab this freebie. I think that's such a good point and something just something came up. So I work with different coaches and mentors and things. And it's so interesting because every once in a while they'll be like, Oh, I need to write that down. That was so good. And I'm like, I've said that like a million times, but I don't think I've ever said that out loud. Like, so what is normal for us or what, or what even we overthink sometimes because it's not the right thing or it doesn't feel right or whatever. It's like exactly what needs to be said. And so I love that you're like, no, when you have someone helping you with that, they can kind of depict and they can pull the things that are going to resonate and the things that need to be set out front, which I've never really thought about, but that's really powerful to think about. For sure. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be a copywriter. Like if you're not at that point in your business, it could be a best friend who's has a little bit of business savvy behind them. It can be you and your voice notes just go into town. And then, you know, something might just come out if you're word vomiting. Like there are so many different tactics for you to use, like what's swimming in your head and just get it out into the world, yeah. whether it's your phone, it's your friend, it's just on a blank Google doc, like choose your medium and just go for it. I love it. I love it. Just like release the pressure, just release the pressure yeah. and go, <laughs> go talk about what you care about. What would you, any tips or advice with someone who maybe they're listening and they're like, gosh, this is what I struggle with. I feel like I'm a broken record. I feel like I say the same things over and over. I feel like I don't really know how to express myself in a true authentic way. I'm really guarded. What would you say to them when they're showing up to create a, an email or to create a post or to create whatever, maybe even like some tips on like the headspace to get in or who to who to talk to or who to think about when they're like drafting their message or whatever, any tips and advice for that, that have helped with you. Cause like, this is, I mean, this is obviously your zone of genius. It's tough. And I think just acknowledging that you're nervous is the first step. If you're not a little bit nervous when you're showing up on stories, it's because you're showing up too polished or mm -hmm. too cleaned up. So often one thing I'll do that will help me show up as me is I'll actually show up as me. Like, for example, I, I won't put on makeup or I will wear like a sweater and just like turn on the camera and be like chopping vegetables. So that's like the first thing I think yeah. if you're already like, oh, I need to get on camera. OK, now I need to do like the, the <laughs> fake lashes. I need to put on the blazer. If that's yeah. like actually you awesome, like go you like you do you. But if you're someone who's just like putting that stuff on for the 15 minutes, you're going to make an Instagram live, you're already setting yourself up to not be in your authentic voice. So I, I would say that. like set up your, yeah, your environment to just feel more familiar and then just pretend you're talking to your friend on the other line. I always caution people against saying like, Hey guys, or Hey everyone, because that immediately is like, you're up here. I know this is a podcast and people are listening and not watching, <laughs> but like, imagine one of my hands is touching the ceiling another one's on the floor. There's like a power differential there. Whereas if you say, like, hi there. I hope you're having an awesome Wednesday. I just want to talk you through like something that happened on my way to work. You're now having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, which feels so much more authentic to the person on the other line. 
Yeah. And they just hear it differently. They're like, oh my gosh, she's like, we're having a conversation. She's talking to me and they're going to be much more likely to engage back and to respond because they actually feel seen. And that's so powerful is helping people see, feel seen and understood. Yeah. I love that so much. And such a simple tweak, like talk to one person, not to the masses. Yeah. Tweak number one. (laughs) Okay. One more thing that I want to ask for speaking of engagement for someone who might be listening and they're like, okay, I I've created content every day for the past five years. And I still feel like I'm talking just to no one. No one's engaging back. No one's commenting. No one's DMing me. Like what advice or what tips would you give that person who might be in that? Like who, how I must be doing something wrong. How do I get people to talk with me and actually have a conversation and create that community that so many people crave instead of just like a one man show that's talking at people all day long. I often find when people are struggling to get engagement, it's because the content is a little bit vanilla or it's copied from somewhere. So for example, um, I'll, I'll take like a nutrition coach, for example, if the posts that you're putting out, they might be amazing posts, like backed in science, you know, your stuff, but if it's just like how to get more protein every day, you know, that's something that we're almost numb to because we're like, okay, yeah, I obviously need to be getting more protein. But if you come in with something that says like, you know, how to get enough protein when you hate eating meat already that's more specific. So you're going to be able to get like a vegan vegetarian audience. That's like, finally, someone's talking about this. And it's also just a little bit spicier because we always associate like protein with animals. Mm -hmm. So that's like a very basic example. But whenever you're creating content, ask yourself, have I seen this before? Like, is this something that I'm kind of like tired of typing out? Like as I'm typing it, because everyone's like talking about it. Or is it a different spin? Is it something interesting? Is it taking that status quo opinion and flipping it on its head? And it doesn't have to be super controversial. I think we all think we have to use like so many curse words and like all these (laughs) things to get people's attention, but it really is just a matter of flipping the script and being a little bit different and very specific. I love it. I love it. What, and just a follow-up from that for the person who's listening, that's like, okay, you just told me to be very different, to stand out to be super specific. What if I don't know how the heck to do that? Like, where do you go? How do you, how do you allow yourself to expand out of like the safety bubble or like what feels comfortable or what feels like just what you're used to? Cause I think the stretch is where the magic happens, but How does someone go there? I think this is really personal based on the person. Um, Like what stretches you is the question I would ask you if I was sitting on your couch right now. Is it like, you know, taking a walk and listening to a really great rock album um, and, you know, you kind of just get out of your head for an hour and then you can come back and create content? Is it like going skydiving? Is it changing your environment to a cafe you've never been to before? Like, where do you find those ideas that make you feel something? And then I would say, put yourself in those situations. I love that. And you mentioned making you feel something, which I think is something that I think a lot of times, like I, I mentioned talking at people. I think a lot of times we do, we get in that space of like, okay, we got to check the box. We got to do the post. We got to create the real, we got to talk at these people and tell them what's going on and whatever. 
And that, that's like, that's where the miss is happening, happening. We're not, we're not taking it the layers deeper where we're like, okay, what do we want the person on the other side of the screen to feel when they read this? How do you want, do you want them? If you want some to take action after seeing something, whether that's making a sale, whether it's joining you in a, in a group or whatever it is, you want them to make a move after they read your thing. They've got to spark emotion. Like it's got to make them feel something that ignites the initiative to make the move. So do you have any tips when it comes to that, to like really get on their level and make that impact that I think most people want, they're just kind of falling short. Yeah. I mean, without getting too into like the world of like energetic, I think it really is like the energy you bring in your posts. If you Mm. are so excited about a topic and you're like, I'm just going to get on camera, I'm going to record it. I'm like buzzing about this new trendy thing that I need to talk about. People are going to feel that and they're going to get excited with you. And that's when they're going to comment and they're going to engage. If you show up on stories and you're like, I am 100% sure that if you book me for this offer, I can get you closer to your desired goals. People will feel that confidence. So the number one thing I always tell people is, you know, your, your copy can be however it is, but your personality and how you feel about your business and your offers, they can feel that too. So it needs to be something that plays together. I'm so glad you brought up the energy because (laughs) that is a 100% real. And when you're feeling low energy or, or scared or fearful or resistant or nervous, when you send a message or when you put something out like that energy is going with it, whether you like it or not. So doing what it takes to really take control of your mindset, your physical state, your energy before you create the copy, like that will shift your words. It'll shift how it's portrayed. It'll shift how it's received. And like, and that's kind of woo woo, but it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. And it's just like own your state. You know, I always say like, if you're launching something and you're nervous to launch it because it's different, it's bold, it's whatever, insert adjective, tell your audience. Like literally be like, I'm launching something, guys. I'm really nervous. Just make it a process comment. You know, be honest about your emotional state because it comes across anyways. And people will really appreciate your vulnerability. And it's totally fine to be nervous. We're all entrepreneurs. We're all like always nervous. People can relate to that. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, she's normal. Okay. Let me read what (laughs) she's got to say. Like, cool. It's like an instant, like I'm connected. Me too. Cool. Right. Um, I love that. I love that. Not, not feeling like you have, you have to be a certain way in order to do it, but just be honest with where Mm -hmm. you're at and then, and then go from there. Love it. Okay. Anything else, anything else when it comes to, you're talking to entrepreneurs, you're talking to people who are creatives, you're talking to people who are writing every single day in some capacity, anything that maybe you wish more people knew or that you like some gold nuggets that are just like, they could take it in and run with it today, anything like that. Yeah. I think I would love to end on like a point on sales is just this idea of, you know, we hire a copywriter because the idea is, you know, we want more sales. That's the number one reason why people hire me. And don't get me wrong. That's, that's what I want for you too. 
But I think approaching sales in a different mindset can be a really powerful way of going about it. We often think like we have to sell, we have to push, we have to convince. And that immediately takes power out of the hands of the buyer and power out of the hands of you because it makes sales this like elusive, like scary, difficult thing. My challenge for you is show up with the most authentic personality that you can have. I don't care how cliche that sounds. Show up, be you right as you are in your own voice, quantify your brand voice, focus on your brand and making it the strongest, most powerful, moving, emotive brand that you can be. And then sales will be so easy. So that would be the number one thing I would just encourage people to do is create copy that sounds human, that sounds like you, that would make you actually want to buy what you're selling. And then you'll notice that making sales isn't that hard anymore. I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like one, that's one of the biggest roadblocks for people is they're like, I can talk to people all day. And then as soon as it comes down to the conversation around selling something, I get weird and I get awkward (laughs) and I get like nervous, but really sales is service. Sales is giving someone a gift of a transformation or it's, it's, it's a trans it's an exchange of energy really. So hopefully you're giving something that's even more valuable than the money that you're receiving. And when you're so confident in, in that, in that exchange, talking with them, talking through it, you're not talking at them. You're not trying to convince them of anything. You're literally just helping them move through that, that process of getting what they need, what they're asking for, what they're looking for, what they've been praying for. So reframing sales in and of itself And just practicing, giving yourself the space to have the conversations, learn what words feel right, not boxing yourself into this is what I'm supposed to say. And this is what I'm supposed to say next. No. What do you, what do you feel like saying next? What, how is the conversation flowing? Like trust your gut, trust that, you know, what's best for this conversation. And then as you, as you have the conversations, you will learn so much, so much. So I'm, I'm so glad you brought up sales because that is like, Huge, huge, massive make or break when it comes to building anything, really. Absolutely. And you, you really nailed it with the fact that, you know, it's a conversation. As soon as you go into that, like weird, awkward sales persona that you think you're supposed to adopt, it's over because it just gets weird. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't be weird. Hashtag don't Don't be weird. weird. Just, just be normal. Just be you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, Lucy, you're a gem. Thank you so much for coming on and talking more with us about this. This is something that no matter what you're doing, you're going to come up against this in some capacity, whether it's social media, whether it's creating email sequences, whether it's sales pages and websites and blogs and We need to understand this stuff. We need to get better at it. And this is a skill, just like anything else. Some people are naturally gifted and some people aren't, but they can learn and they can, they can learn new ways to, to be more authentic and to speak directly to their target audience and to really get in that headspace. So give yourself the grace to figure it out and to fail forward and to do it bad so that you can figure out how to do it better. Like that is what it takes for most of us, let's be honest. Lucy is, is, is the outlier when, when it comes to like, this is just what I do. It's what I love. It's what I'm good at. Like that's probably not most people and that's okay. You can still be successful and you can still figure this stuff out. Ah, so well said you're naturally good at this too. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> lots of practice, lots of practice. 
<laughs> well, where can our listeners connect with you? Where can they find more about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm probably my my best self on my website, which is myrighthandwoman.com, right spelled like writing. Um, on there, I have my services. I also have a template shop if you want to give DIY and your copy a go without having to stare at a blank Google Doc. Um, if you want to have a more casual conversation, I'm also on Instagram at myrighthandwoman. Again, right spelled like writing. Would love just if you want to slide in, say hi. Um, and then I also have a free brand voice quiz. If you just go to findmybrandvoice.com, you can take that one and I'll tell you how your brand voice is supposed to sound and you can take it and run with it. Awesome. So many awesome resources. Thank you so much, Lucy. And we will definitely have to have you back on for like a part two, digging into something even deeper. Cause you're awesome. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Enjoy your trip in Scotland. I'm super jealous. <laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all. If you found value in this, make sure that you one, listen again, because there's going to be things that you're going to want to hear over and over again. And two, share it with someone else who's building a business online, who you think would benefit from this to kind of just release that pressure and show up authentically to who they are. Cause that's where the magic happens. So thank you once again, Lucy, and y'all will be back in another week until then. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.